Hello there, Dr. Alan Hedberg here with you in the Psychology Report today. I uh, raised the question as to what makes a very successful organization, a company, a business. Well, I turned to my friend by the name of Mel Nelson from Fargo, North Dakota. Now, Mel has, uh, for years, been a CEO for CEOs. He's a company that consults with uh, CEOs of various size companies and to help them develop in three areas of their life, in three areas of their business life. The CEO himself is a person or herself, the team that works together to make the company successful, and to develop the organization so that it functions as a unit, not dysfunctionally works as a unit. Well, it's functional, not dysfunctional. Well, Mel says very initially that the very first important thing that has to be done, there has to be a commitment to truth. That starts with the CEO. No hedging, no lying, no false representation, no fake news, no storytelling, just straight truth. This includes every sphere of the life of the CEO, his personal life, his business life, his social life, Every areas of life, his leadership life, his following life, uh, the way he functions in his church, the way he functions in his community, the way he functions in all areas of his life, there must be a commitment to truth, and he must be known for that. So when, that, when you speak his name, that's the image that emerges. Okay, that's number one. Then let's take a look at the whole idea of developing the CEO himself, the head of the organization. That means his talents and his capabilities must be stretched, must be developed continually, must be ongoingly uh, developed so that there is a uh, growth and a learning process that he is undertaking for his own personal growth and for his own personal benefit and then for the benefit of the company. He must have a mindset for the future, a mindset for positive image and positive growth and positive relationships. He must have goals that are attainable, measurable, uh, goals that are short-lived, I mean, can be uh, obtained in very short periods of time, and then goals for the long run. So the CEO has to be a person with personal discipline, with discipline in his own personal life, in his work life. He must be known for his steady character, for his truthful character, and for the idea of being a disciplined person person. Not disciplining everybody else, but disciplining himself so that he lives straight, he lives honest, and he lives above board, and he lives a respectful life before others. That's where it all starts. It all starts with the CEO. Now, if you're working for an organization, you're working for a corporation, you're working for a business, and the head of that business and that organization that you work for cannot meet this standard, this very first point, you're in trouble. The company's in trouble. Its future is in trouble. You may want to start looking for something different. You, you must have a CEO ahead of the, or the company that you work for that is known for his commitment to truth and the development of his own person, development of his own skills, development of his own identity, the development of his relationships at all levels of talents and capacities and his mindset and his goals for the organization. Okay, that's number one. Number two is this. 
There must be a developing team, a team that it works together and that develops their intellectual hunger, their, their intellectual pursuit, their intellectual desire. Uh, a team that comes together is a team that learns together. It gathers new information, open to new ideas, open to exploring creative ideas. That's where it all comes from. So a team must work together and must have its blind spots well in control. Discover who the, what the blind spots are and get them corrected. Uh, there needs to be that strategic way of having relationships that are deep, solid, and where there's trust and there's belief and there's honesty that prevails so that one can speak and one cannot be and doesn't have to be afraid. One can speak and be creative and try out new ideas and generate new ideas in other people. There's this ongoing feeling that ideas come from, from within as well as from outside. Okay, that's number two. And then number three is, of course, developing the organization itself. It must be in the presence of a market. It must be in a growing and developing market. Because if you don't have a market that's growing, your company won't grow. So it's got to be where the market is growing. You have to be located in a right in a strategic place so that there's growth that comes to you as an organization because there's growth in the community, there's growth in the state, there's growth in the region that you are trying to do business with. And of course, there has to be a rich culture that attracts and retains talent. The, the culture from within the organization attracts people to come and want to work for you. It's often been said, it isn't so much how much you get paid, but it's the people you work with, the people you work for, and the product that you produce. You have to be respectful and, 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 and feel respected by the people you work with, but you also have to have a good feeling of respect for the product that you produce. And then there has to be this kind of performance system in place so that there's measures of how you're progressing, how you're making uh, gains in your business from week to week, month to month, and from year to year. Every business has a legacy. Every business has a, a way of laying down its past and building its future. And does, does your company do that? Does your company think in terms of the achievements of the past and the struggles of today and for the hope for the future and that you're going to be working towards and working together to achieve? Well, anyway, those are some of the ideas that Mel Nelson shares. And um, I bring them to you as a idea because you work for a company. You work for a business, whether it's government or whether it's private. doesn't matter. There has to be these elements present. Otherwise, you're going to be in trouble, and you're not going to have that sense of identity and that sense of satisfaction and that sense of real pleasure and joy in going to work every day and being as productive and as creative as you can be and as achieving as you can be. The company that you work for must be an extension of yourself, and it grows as you grow. And as it grows, you grow even more. And as you grow even more, it grows even more. There's this kind of symbiotic relationship between your personal growth and the company's growth. Same way between the CEO's personal growth and the company's growth and every other worker within the company. So are you in a dynamic, growing, uh, advancing business? Are you working with people who are growing, advancing, and uh, becoming achievers and successful and becoming more and more honest and more and more truthful?
If so, you're in a good situation. No matter what the pay is, stay with it. If not, be cautious. And you might want to look for something even better. Anyway, nice to be with you here today, and I appreciate your uh, participation. You know, this podcast has been going now for several months, and we're now over 3,000 listeners. So uh, I'm glad to have you as part of us. And uh, make sure you always have a chance to go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. Booksbyhedberg.com. Real good books there in healthcare and parenting and for children's value development and uh, uh, social development, social intelligence development. There's a lot of things that kind of take a look at it. We're coming to a time of gift giving graduations, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and then for summer reading. So it's a good time to check out the website, booksbyhedberg.com. Bye for now.